Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. This episode of Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments is absolutely worth listening to. We've got fellow C-Suite radio host Lisa McDonald and I are interviewing Jeffrey Hazlett, the founder of C-Suite Network. And it is really amazing to listen to Jeffrey's thoughts and ideas and focus on legacy. He really helped transform my thinking process. And the short answer for him is this is not legacy is not something he's planning for putting arms around putting in place things for tomorrow legacy is the man that he's living today how he interacts in at home as well as at work and with all those that he touches this is absolutely worth listening to you enjoy hi mitchell levy the aha guy from aha that and welcome to What's going to be a most amazing episode of Thought Leader Life? It's Thought Leader Life 145 with co-host Lisa McDonald. Lisa, thanks for uh, bringing on such amazing guests. Well, isn't he? We both are in the same circles with Jeffrey Hazlett. And uh, anybody who's in the business world knows a little something, at least, about Jeffrey Hazlett. So I want to say thank you to you, Jeffrey, for joining us here. Yeah, this is the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm just trying to figure out which one of us is which. It depends <laughs> well, on let's see. Good, bad, ugly. I, I don't know. I'm, that's a tough one. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out which one of us is really the host of this thing. That's what's going to be fun today. Well, there's no. You know, this there's, is one of this is going to be one of those shows where it's like when you go to the supermarket and they got one of those, those bucking Broncos. You put the quarter in, you get to go for the full ride. This will be it right here. <laughs> this is the full ride. I agree. So, uh, Jeffrey. Not that anyone doesn't know who you are, but just, you know, I, I've known you for, God, 10, 15 years. Way back yeah. when I was booking speakers at Comdex, I booked you in the Comdex to speak. And yeah. I've watched your ride. I've participated in your masterminds and your C-suite groups. I love what you do. I love the trajectory you're going on. I love the legacy you're, you're, you're driving. And, and so that's a great first sort of softball question. What does legacy mean to you in today's world? Well, I mean, I think it's the thing that people will say about you when you're dead, right? <laughs> I think that's the biggest thing you can say is what, what have you left behind to leave a mark? And, and so that people will know who, that you spent this time on earth or spent this time in business or spent this time as friends or, or as family. I think that's what legacy really means. And I think it's a, a great way for people to think of that. And I, you know, I'm in the twilight of my years. I, I would be willing to say that, meaning I'm past that. If I live to be 100, I'm past the halfway mark now. I hope I live that long. Uh, my grandmother lived a little bit longer than that. So hopefully, you know, with everyone saying we got a little bit longer to live. So maybe well, I'm not I, at the I think I think mark, the bacon but. for you is going to help extend your life. So <laughs> Yeah, well, the, just the nitrates in the bacon helps, uh, you know, flow through my body. And then, then I'm trying to internally embalm from scotch alone. So those, <laughs> those are two great things. But, you know, I think it's the, you know, I think it's something I think of from time. I don't worry about the legacy because I try to live my life the way I think it should be lived today. And if that results in a great legacy, wow, that's fantastic. But I don't think of it. I don't look at that that way. I, 
I do think of it when I look at my grandchildren sometimes and think, well, it will be their legacy of their grandfather. And hopefully it's that they will say he was a good grandfather. Right. And that's, you know, and I was there and I was a, I was a playground for him. And, you know, I did things, but I, I do think of it from time to time, but I don't try to plan my life around it. I try to live my life with the values that I, you know, want to instill in others. And I practice them every single day as best I can, you know, cause I think all of us make mistakes. All of us would like to do things over. I think we'd all like to, to have that mulligan or, or the do-overs uh, from day to day. And I, I'd, I'd like to have them actually every day, <laughs> you know, in terms of stuff that I, I do that I shouldn't do. Um, but, I, you know, I think your legacy is that collective, that collective result of what you do and, and who you've been associated with and, and how it's represented. So it's, it's really cool. Actually, you touched upon something that I thought was really pivotal for the listeners and the viewers that I want to kind of recap on. So when you said, you know, uh, because I think legacy is something people do obviously need to be cognizant of, but the point that you made, I think, has equal merit, and that's, it's not contrived, and because you're very clear on how it is you wish to live your life in your dis- deliberate decisions and living life on purpose uh, and having preset goals and just being very much an evolutionary person and very much... Um, you know, somebody who's thinking ahead of the curve. Uh, just to remind you people, Jeffrey's sitting in a lobby. Yeah, I'm in a lie. Real life. I just got real to, life. It's real life. I just got to finishing up uh, a keynote speech, and I got so swamped afterwards I couldn't get away, so all the best I could do was get to a lobby because I just knew how dog important this was. So thank you. So my legacy is I'm busy. I'm very busy. But, <laughs> yes. but, but you guys were so important I wanted to make the, make the call. So legacy, let me just, Lisa, let me just jump in just for a second. It's just interesting. You're busy and you recognize that, hey, go to lobby because you'll probably have good internet there. And the most important thing is just to show up and to be here, right? Don't make excuses because you're in the lobby, but just so everyone knows, if there's background knows, it's because you're in a lobby. And and Well, I made a commitment. I mean, that's my, you know, that's one. I think that's one of the things I'm best known for is I make a commitment. I keep it. I do it. I, I made a promise to you. It's like making a pinky promise. So that's what I'm doing. Is I I made that promise to. to make <laughs> I know. It. I was just thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, everybody knows about those pinky promises. Those are the most important ones. You make a pinky promise to your kids to take them to Disney World. God forbid you ever try to break it, right? And and that's the way I look at, at promises. You asked me to be on this show, and uh, it, you know, at, at the time of which we're doing it, most inconvenient time in the world. But nonetheless, I said I would do it. So. <laughs> So oh, well, actually, you could thank your you could thank your tall grass PR person for the exact time. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, they're they're very helpful to me, so they help <laughs> in my life. But you know, Lisa, get back to your point. You know, I I try to live my myself on values. You know, I, you know, I'm the chairman of the Hero Club and the C Suite Network, and and our Hero Club is very dedicated to value based businesses. And so someone someone said to me today. Uh, with all my accomplishments, all the things that you can list behind my name, why, why isn't philanthropist behind it? Mm. And I said, because I don't need to. And I said, I don't feel a, a desire to. A hero doesn't say they're a hero. Uh, just like I don't think I need to say I'm a philanthropist or I don't need to say I'm a Christian or I don't need to say I'm this. I do those things. And by doing those things, you recognize that. Or I lead a hero business. And because I lead a hero business that says, I care about the people I'm working with. I care about the people I I do business with. I care about taking care of the employees in my business. Therefore, I'm a hero, you know, and and I don't need to put that behind my name. 
And, and I and don't so, need to say I'm crazy because you say it for me. I say you're crazy. You I, say I'm crazy. It's because I'm crazy in love with you because of just who you are. You're just out there. I said, actually, I tell people because you're Canadian, you're crazy as a loon. I say that. <laughs> and, uh, but I say that in a really loving way because you're one of those great people who really, you know, stretches people. And you push them and you say it like it is. I mean, you've got that great, you, you talk about your legacy, you've got that great legacy of being fearless, you know. And just like Mitchell, Mitchell's one of those guys that helps you distill the distinct things that are thought pieces in your head into these little bites that, that are prolific. So each of us has gifts. Each of us has these things that we can give. And again, I get back to your whole thing. Those are legacies. Those are the legacies that you live. Or, or if you want to say it, it, those are your promises that you deliver. Absolutely. Can we have a legacy moment and do what we did before we went pre-life with the teeth? <laughs> well, I always pretend I was a beaver. I was doing like that. So we were all doing that. Cause I was doing that with my granddaughter about 10 minutes before the call. Because I'm a big playground for my grandkids, and I love my grand grandbabies, and so I call them all the time. I call them, and they talk to their papa, and she was showing off her fingernail polish and her toenail polish and her heart sunglasses because she was going to a party. And so I was trying to make her laugh, and so that's what I was doing. <laughs> love it. So, Lisa, you, had, you and I talked about this in our introductory session. Yes. And what one of the things that you mentioned, which was really powerful, is – is in terms of creating your legacy, don't wait for tomorrow. Start living your legacy today. Yes, because oftentimes when people hear the word legacy, and yes, it's the, it's the buzz, trendy word right now, so people latch on to it. Uh, but for people who, as Jeffrey pointed out, you know, I don't define myself as a hero, me referencing Jeffrey or philanthropist. It's like legacy. You know, yes, I'm cognizant of it in terms of taking massive action every single day, being congruent, walking my talk, being the living, breathing example of that. Um, but it's not, it's, it's not for label's sake because then it's, it's disingenuous. It's, it's, um, it's contrived. It's artificial. It's fabricated. But people sometimes think that when you hear the word legacy, it's somehow associated with midlife or once you've accomplished a laundry list of different things or you've got X amount in the bank or you've got, as Jeffrey indicated, so many things following your name. No, you know, Legacy, I think, at, at, at the core of that is truly what kind of a human being are you? What is the message that you're imparting? And I'm not talking about branding specifically. I'm talking about everything that comes out of our mouth is an advertisement into who we are as human beings. Uh, that could be negative or conversely, it could be for the positive. So if we're here, as Jeffrey pointed out, in terms of the mission with the Hero Club, you know, it, it's really about paying it forward, being of service, being great human beings, anchoring people up, navigating navigating the journey with them, uh, doing things alongside people, not being in front of them. It's not hierarchy. It's not us and them. Um, you know, Lisa, if I can jump in, I mean, I talk about no, brands. No, you can't. Yeah, I'm going to because I can. What the heck? You, this is going to appear on C-Suite Radio anyway, and I, I own it. So there you go. We're going to put it there. there, anyway. so there I'm just teasing. Yeah. No, but, you know, I, I talk to people about brand because people get this confused sometimes, but they, they, when a brand is a, a brand, first of all, something we always put on a, on a cow and occasionally a horse. That's where the word brand came from, was mm-hmm. to brand our ownership on the side of a bovine. Then it got transferred to this, to a, a company or, or what is my brand? Well, there's lots of things to brand, but brand is not the logo. Brand is not your color. Brand is not your look. Brand is a promise delivered. 
And so your legacy is your promise delivered. So it's your brand. And, and so you should, you need to be authentic now, you know, and need to be transparent now about who you are and what, and the sooner you can do that, the better, because then you're valued, you're value driven, value based. And then you clearly know who you are and what you're doing and what you want to get out of life. And, and I think that's real critical for people to really take time and take stock to think what kind of person do I want to be when I grow up? But why do I have to wait till I grow up to be that person? Why can't I do it now? Absolutely. Bingo. Bullseye. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Jeff, we, uh, <laughs> Jeffrey, we, this is deep. This is deep. I don't think the three of us have ever been this deep. I, I'm not no, idiot. I, I, uh, well, I just, we had a Facebook We're comment that, uh, bacon and bacon and vodka will Damn. increase your life. Um, bacon and vodka, scotch, <laughs> scotch is better than bacon. So I, I actually, I would probably say scotch and bacon, although I, I've never had the two together. I, I have, I have. Have you really? Yeah. <laughs> On more, than one, on more than one occasion, on more than one occasion, and 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 probably for breakfast. Once so, dude, for the next Hero Club meeting, I'm I'm counting on you that we uh, we we do that. A good Done. scotch, not not a blended. A good. Oh no, we, uh, we will have we will single malt. We have a good good fitting single malt, eighteen twenty one thirty years something like that. I'm yeah. in. Uh, I'll be in uh, New York for the December meeting, so I awesome. Uh, I'll count on you. So. Jeff, what, what, God, I always say Jeff and Jeffrey. Sorry. Um, well, you know, I, either I go by either. I always tell everybody it's Jeffrey. It's all I get. It sounds richer. So you should use Jeffrey as much I as possible. I say Jeffrey. Yeah, I know. But it, and anyhow, so Jeffrey, I, she's I, I Canadian, I've known you for Canadian so long. There was a long time I was calling you Jeff. Anyhow, one of the things that, that you mentioned, which I just absolutely adored was not even you're not necessarily thinking about your legacy of tomorrow. You're just living your legacy today. You're the embodiment of who you are. And I, that seems natural to you, but can you sort of share what that really means? Well, why would you want to try to be something that you're not in order to get the accolades or be represented by that? So be what you are. And if you be what you are, then you don't even have to think about it. You know, if you, you know, if you, if you're, you know, to be, you know, legacy was he was a good person. Well, then be a good person, you know, um, and then, 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 then you will be described that way. So think about that. How you live your life determines what, you, you know, how you're represented. I, I just, you know, it's like I, I was at a, a, a speaking event today and someone actually said to me, how do you be good? Hello? <laughs> you, you be, okay, here, here, flash. Wow. You be good by being good. And by practicing the craft and understanding the craft and the elements of the craft and how you need to put it together and what you need to do. And you have to be a subject matter expert, what you do. And then you have to deliver it in in a way that's spectacular. You know, that's how you're good. Okay. And it comes with practice. It comes with being good. And so, you know, again, let's get back to, you know, being a legacy. If I am who I am, then that's my, that's it. That's it. So, you know, so I really think it gets back to values. A lot of people are talking about, especially in business, we had a debate this week at, at our, again, a Hero Club retreat where we had about 60 CEOs and we were doing some fly fishing and then doing some introspective thought. And we were talking about culture and they said, well, it's all about culture. I said, no, no, no. To me, it's about the values. The values drive the culture. Mm-hmm. Cultures develop over a long period of time. You can't just come in tomorrow and say, I'm going to change the culture because that's like saying, okay, tomorrow we're going to play a symphony. Well, first I got to teach you to play the instruments. Then we got to get good at the instruments. Then we got to get good at doing it together. 
and we got to get good at doing the the reeds, and then we got to get good at doing the strings, and we got to get good at doing the drums, and we got to practice it all together. We got good at timing, and then 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 we have an orchestra, okay, and and then we have you know so culture works the same way, and and so to me it's more around what what are the core values, and I think for your legacy, I think it, again I, you know, our Hero Club is such a great example of this uh, through the C-Suite Network and the Hero Club is then how do I get back to the values? What values do I want to represent as a company and how, and, and specific, specifically for CEOs, how CEOs drive the values, how they're the leader of those values. And, and now take this to your family, how you're the leader of your family, you know, or the matriarch of the family or the, or the patriarch of the family or the daughter of the family or the grandchild of the family. We each have, values that we should live and hopefully those are intertwined together and that becomes our family legacy or individual legacy or or the mother's legacy or whatever or the doormat of the family you know you got to think about what really right are you where you want to be in terms of being seen based on action or you know some people would say oh i'm the dog of the family or i'm the i'm the whatever of the family and that would speak to the negativity or the relationship i don't know why you know, I can't even imagine, I, you know, I, I know people get in that mode and they get yeah. in that mood. I, I, I have a tough time with that because I'm just such an optimistic person yes. and I hate to have anyone have pain or not be what they want to be. So oh, can, can I, can I tell you something? I, uh, we're, we're doing work with uh, Bill Wallace. So you'll see, you'll see a Bill Wallace aha book coming out and, oh, and well, Bill's, Bill's cra- crazy. Yeah, they, you talk about loom. There's a guy right there. Bill is He's, the most that the my my writers were falling in love with Bill. He's the most uh, altruistic servant leader person on the planet. So here's what he said, which was fascinating. Change, completely changed my description. Um, I always thought there was you're either glass half full or glass half empty. And when I said that to Bill, I said, hey, "Bill, you're definitely glass half full." He goes, "No, I'm not, Mitchell." He goes, "I am glass overflowing." Yes. And so yeah. it's, you could be glass half full, glass half empty, or glass overflowing. Now, that's a be, value to be known see, for. See, see then, then I would go to Bill. But Bill, I'm a bucket, man. I'm a bucket. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a barrel. I'm a keg. I, I'm like a big pool. I'm a lake. I'm an ocean, you know? Uh, so that's I'm going to tell Bill he's got to say sights higher. <laughs> well, that makes what that's interesting there is it makes for what you're saying – is I'd say even 10, 20 years ago, the person who was the CEO of the company was different than the person who went home to his, to his or her family. Oh, and sometimes you shouldn't be. In today's world, I don't think you should be at all. No. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think we were – I think there, were some, there was some of that. I do, I do, Mitchell. I do think there was some of that. I think social media has helped us to uncover it or the transparency of social media and the transparency of just life in general today in a digital world. Uh, you you know, I, I said in my first book, The Mirror Test, sell you, sell the company, sell the company, sell you. There's no difference, especially for entrepreneurs. I don't think there is a big difference between you that. And I think it's getting that way now for the companies. I mean, think about the I, look. I mean, one of the good thing, one of the good things that's come out of the Me Too movement has been the real transparency of that, that your CEO can't act like that. You, 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 no, it's not acceptable. And, and you have to, and so if you're going to have, if we have, if the company has these values, then as a CEO, you should also have those same values. <laughs> there, there should not be a disconnect between that. 
And, um, you know, so, you know, I, I think you get, the only way you can get by with those values maybe is if you were the head of Playboy, you know. Um, but even then, you shouldn't be around harassment and those kind of things. But right. nonetheless, uh, don't send letters from me. Sometimes we make mistakes when we talk about these things. So uh, I talk out loud. But you know, my point is they gotta be they got to be intertwined, man. And I, I, can I just share an aha moment? And then, then, Lisa, I'll let you ask the next question. So the aha moment you just gave me, which was absolutely beautiful, is values for a company leads to culture. Values for the CEO and for the human leads to legacy. And in both cases, you need to live your legacy today. You need to you live drink your the Kool-Aid. You got to drink the Kool-Aid. You're not drinking the Kool-Aid. What the hell? You got to be mixing it up. You got to be making it by the gallon. You got to be making it by the drum. And then you, you got to drink it and you got to be serving it up to everybody else all the time. You know, yeah. it, it, in my company, I think you get our values. I, I, we, we try to be a servant mentality for the C-suite. And, you know, on, in our C-suite advisors and our hero club and our council members and our, you know, all the, our black members and all the different uh, members that we have in, in, in our organization, it's real critical for us. And, and if you don't serve that, I mean, and I'm always pushing, like, beyond how to, how to increase it. You know, I, and I try to do it in a fun way, although it's serious. I try to do it in a fun way. You know, I joke about people when they say it's cold in the office. Hey, work harder. You know, uh, you know, get warmer. You know? <laughs> Love, like it. Love it. Um, you know, there's always a plethora of questions that can be asked, but I, I think because we're talking about legacy and we're talking about, you know, if this were the last day that I, you, all of us were on the planet today, you know, how would you want to know now while you're alive? I would remember you. Right. So I want to give that back to you as opposed to just like filling up space and time with asking questions, a Q&A. So I will say to you, Jeffrey, if today were the last day on your planet, and I've even expressed this to you, what I respect the most, I mean, there's the list of what I respect is long and ongoing in nature. But if you were to die today in the physical form, what I would most respect and remember about you was what you are as a father, as a grandfather, and as a husband. Um, Mm. I think what you give back to your family, because I think once you've established that foundation and you have what it takes to love and, and, you know, to keep everything going and to keep everything expansive and to keep everything growing, well, you know, that trickles down to every other aspect of your life that you take equal pride in and you take equal stock in. So when you post, out of all the things that you post, as much as I love getting the updates on C-Suite and I love hearing about, you know, and you retweeting my Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald radio stuff, the things that I most look to um, is, oh, what a lovely picture that is of your family. You know, those those two beautiful granddaughters are just amazing. That's what says everything I need to know about you. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, at the same time, you say that I, what goes through my head is I haven't done enough. I don't do enough. I want to do more. And, and that, that, you know, we all suffer with these things of I'm still inadequate, you know, in, in that regard, that I work too much. I'm away too much. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But, you know, you do what you can and yes. you know that in life you, we've, we can't do it all. And so there has to be things that give, you know, if you push on one side, something's got to give on the other. And so at least I'm a realist enough to know that, but I do my, I do my best and I know that's not enough. 
and that's you know, I mean, that's just where it kind of lives. Yeah, it kind of lives, you know, in terms of I that. I get it. Absolutely. Really? And I know so- it's and I know it's better than what I know it's better than what my parents did. You know what I mean? No, no, I, I actually, and I, I actually think this generation is living significantly better in terms of giving value to their children and future generations than past generations. It's just, I think it's a nature of how we've been more transparent and open and authentic. More awareness, and, awareness. Yeah. I think awareness is quite a big part of it, Mitchell, and it's being more, more aware, aware and are more vulnerable about it in terms of being acceptable of that you I mean certain things years ago you didn't talk about you know <laughs> or true. didn't bring forward or, or you wouldn't have had a conversation like this you know if I had a conversation with my grandfather and my dad about legacy what the hell what, what's that bullshit hand me the hammer and hand me the hammer it would have been you know what I mean it wouldn't have been like what the hell's that give me you know give me another cigarette you know that it would not have been the same thing I'm, I'm not saying that I'm saying that they weren't as enlightened or educated or aware of those kind of things or those kinds of conversations. So um, they were better. I think they were better than they were. I think they were better as they got older about it. And, uh, you know, I, I just hope, I'm hoping that I will live, I, I want to live, live as, as much to being regret free in the, you know, in the end. Beautiful. You know? Yeah. I, Beautiful. I, I, I'm still going to have regrets. I have them already, you know, but I'm doing my best to try to make up for it. You know, I, I know me, I wouldn't be married to me. I, I'm not the best, I wasn't the best father. I'm not the best human. I'm not the best friend. I, I'm not the best business person. I'm doing my best. That's the best I can do. I appreciate the authenticity. Are you on a couch there? I'm on a couch, yeah. yeah this I feel is like turning into therapy, people. Therapy, this is therapy. Yeah, right no, here. no, I, I actually appreciate the the integrity and the, the authenticity and the vulnerability of staying that out loud. And and maybe that's true in your head. That's not true in terms of what people see of you, Jeffrey. Oh, I got and, that, yeah. And what I will say as well is I think legacy, if we're living for today, I think another aha moment I, that you just gave me is I think we need to live life without regrets. Well, I, without question, I think, it, the, yeah. yeah, the closer we get to that. But, but let's also make the connection that what I have in my head or what others have in their head and what others see of them aren't always the same thing. There never are, all right? You know, I just I just had a friend who just whose daughter committed suicide. And, and, and talented, beautiful, nice. Why? You know? And, and so the disconnect of that, her not knowing that, and then what goes went through her head and the mental illness, the depression of, of the other stuff, which we all know people we've been touched by this. You know, we all know people and um, people have turned to alcohol, drugs, and a lot of other things to try to just suppress that, you know, just to, to get through. So it, yeah, it would, you know, but we all have that. I just, I mean, even if we're this, you know, look, I'm in five hall, I'm in five hall of fames, you know, and, and yet I still don't think I've done enough yet. Right. So we're, you know, five. Yeah. Five. (laughs) You're so bad. (laughs) Well, I got more work, you know, those are just us. Now I'm going for Canada, you know? So there we go. (laughs) Well, it's gotta be easier to do. I think. Uh, Now, now. Uh, Lisa, that's it. By the way, that's an idea for the next product that you're going to put out the living fearlessly with Lisa hall of fame. Yeah, there you go. 
I've all I've always got a million things going at once, as Jeffrey knows. Jeff, she's the most. By the way, Lisa McDonald is the most prolific texter in the world. There is nobody that texts more than Lisa McDonald. I'm telling you that right now. I I am really good at talking and really good at sending emails, really good at texting, but I am I am not in the same league. <laughs> not in the same league. Well, when ideas hit, you know, and I mean, and that's, you know, we're not going to go into detail here, but that's part of my contribution with C-Suite. I'm always thinking about how can we improve, how can we enhance, what yeah. can we expand upon in terms of product services. And so I'm, you know, if I waited to book an appointment with Jeffrey through a calendar, this stuff it'd would be a be month. gone. Yeah, it'd, it'd be gone. a month. It's a month away. I so can't get, like, I wish I can't get to him. I can't. Yeah. So, um, Jeff, I know it uh, half hours goes by super fast. Uh, is there a question that we, given this conversation and the reflection you've had and talking about regret and more importantly, or lack of regret and living for today and your legacy is really the values you generate and share with your company and yourself, all beautiful points in terms of this topic and what we should focus on. Is there a question we should have asked you or, or a point you'd like to make that we haven't covered so far? No, I think one. I think you guys are both thorough in the way you do it, and you know, I I also live in, and I'll look and reflect on this and watch this when it comes out. But you don't know what you don't know. You know, I I think probably one of the best things you can probably do is you're you're looking at developing this yourself, is just have these kinds of conversations, you know, and and put yourself out there. And I think with your family or your friends or your business business team, and have good clear transparent you know i talk about and i i I teach this in my last book think big act bigger but radical transparency i'm a real believer and it's a lot easier just to have open frank conversation it's now now it's it's easier doesn't mean it's easy okay because let's be clear when someone comes to you and says can i offer you advice your first thing is like no (laughs) <laughs> like shut up no this is not gonna this is not gonna end well you know uh, but I have people that do that all the time and I have to center myself and, and, and be receptive to the fact that they might have a, a you know something to offer and, you know it's you know and all those it doesn't mean I have to take it but you have to be open to it and I think that's I, tr- I do my best to at least prepare myself to be open for it because some and usually a lot of times I might like fight back on it to begin with but then a couple minutes later or maybe a couple hours, a couple days, could be a couple weeks, then I go, no, I was right. That, that was good. That was good. Um, you know, but in the moment, it's not good. You know, you don't want it, you know. So I think if you can do that, if we can do that, that that's pretty cool. You know, you know, I saw, what was I saw, a, a, you know, a Big Bang episode once where they, they each had to give something they didn't like with each other and it escalated. It became a long list of things, you know, between the two, between what was it? Uh, I can't remember the two characters, but anyway, um, it was, it's funny, you know, and I think we should do more of that. I think we'd do more of that. You know, I try to, I try, Jamie and I do that with each other. What, what do we like most about each other? And what, what don't we like? We know what the things we really don't like, but we don't always speak to them. And I think it's good for us to speak to them because then I try to do my best not to be that, be that person or be that, you know, and and by the way, it's almost always little stuff, but the little stuff leads to the bigger stuff, you know, sometimes. The other thing I'll say to that too is when people 
I like it. When, when people have the capacity, this is why I think we communicate as much as what we do, Jeffrey, is, you know, like, I don't like people who blow smoke up my ass. I don't like people who it's like, oh, I got a stroke, Lisa's ego and stuff like that. No, the people who I, I value the most input from or who I will elicit their feedback from are the people who... When they really, when you receive a compliment from somebody, you know it's it's sincere because they will also tell you what. Yeah, bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So when yeah, I like that too. I'm a, I'm a real believer in that. I'm, I like, you know, I'm, again, I'm Frank. I have some, you know, some very good friends. I have good friends, both, you know, they're online, just online friends, digital friends, that I didn't think I would have deep relationships with, but I do. And then there's those people that I have chemistry with and those people that I have great respect for. And, and, you know, and when you get to that level, you can speak, you speak in a different, not only tone, but you speak in a different language and it's a short form conversation. I like that. It's the communication package I sent you for Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She said, Oh God, (laughs) we still have those magnets all over the place. I gave them to most of the female people on our team because of some of the things that are on those. No, that's funny. We can't show them on here, though. They're, oh, they're come not, on suitable, not suitable for children. <laughs> so, Lisa, we're going to let you wrap up in a second. Uh, Jeffrey, how do people reach out to you if they want to connect to you? Oh, just Google me. Je- there's my name right there. It's Jeffrey Hazel. Look at that name right there. Or just you just type in anything C-Suite, right? You can find us C-Suite Network, C-Suite Network Advisors, C-Suite Radio, C-Suite TV, C-Suite Academy, C-Suite Book Club. We're at the Hero Club, uh, you know. And I'll uh, put a plug in, and I'm looking forward to the future. And I got a new book coming out called The Hero Factor, so I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, I, I love that. And we're actually uh, we're doing a book with with uh, with the Hero Club member, actually with the C-suite advisor, advisor advisors, yeah, and, and the book is how to be an effective C-suite executive, which I'm excited you, about that one as well. Yeah, and you got some great content. I've seen some of the stuff people have been feeding you. Oh, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Oh, it's golden. It's golden. It's, it's beautiful. It's platinum. It's, platinum. <laughs> it, it's some, it's some metal. Um, Zirconia. <laughs> Lisa, what did you, how would you summarize this conversation? And then of course, how do people reach out to you? Well, I'm not overly surprised. I mean, this is why we invited Jeffrey to be one of the, and the first panelist uh, speaker here today for the Legacy series, Um, because Jeffrey does walk his talk. And I knew that for the reasons why I would want to have Jeffrey interviewed here and shared with our mutual fan base and uh, listeners and subscribers, um, I knew it was going to be the real deal. So this is why you're heading it up. This is why you were invited to be part of the panel. And this is why you're the first one out of the gate so I just uh, you know I think Jeffrey embodies all the things that I truly as a person who not only respects people and admires people for what it is they're doing in the space of business and how they're paying it forward and being of service but as Jeffrey indicated in the earlier part of the segment here it's uh, there's no differentiation there's no separation how Jeffrey is in his business life is how he is in his personal life and that's why he embodies all the things in terms of the type of legacy one would hope to leave behind but doing it on a daily daily basis so thank you Thanks. It's always good to be the lead dog. I like that. I'm always, I, I love winning. I like being first. Beautiful. I was even driving back from a fly fishing trip, the, the Hero Club fly fishing trip the other day, and we're driving back from upstate New York to Pittsburgh, and we had a car caravan, and sometimes people would get ahead of us in the car, and their car would be ahead of ours, and we'd have to catch up and pass them. <laughs> Because I don't like being behind anyone. Uh, while you're drinking your scotch. And no, I wasn't drinking. They don't let me. 
They don't let me drive. <laughs> right. No one lets me drive um, because I'll be looking. Hey, there's a deer. Hey, look over there. Um, or I would want to text or do work. So I just sit in the back or the passenger and they drive and then I do work. That's nice. what I do. And Lisa, how do people reach out to you? Uh, so I can be reached. My website is uh, livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. Uh, I, of course, like all of us here, can be reached on various social media platforms. My favorite, however, more engagement over on LinkedIn. That's where things convert. That's where I believe people really value other people's time and are in the space. Um, and that's where most of my collaborations have been birthed out of, truly, and people who have appeared as guests on my show. So uh, email is lisa at livingfearlesslywithlisa.com. And, of course, I've got a host page with c-suite radio network uh, where i go live every friday at 11 a.m eastern time so living fearlessly with lisa mcdonald with the c-suite radio network and i'm just like youtube everywhere all over so thank you lisa and i both you guys this is great yeah jeffrey i'm so so glad i everyone's a guy or everyone's a gal okay both you girls hey girls Hey, people, people, people. Do, do that. <laughs> um, what's interesting to me, and I'm so glad you went first, Jeffrey. I was trying to think about all the different places we can go. What is legacy? First. We're telling everybody they're going for No, I'm just joking. Yeah. What does it really mean to be legacy? And, and I, I love the not living with any regret ever, living for today, being yourself. Uh, largely what I often say, we do business with those we know, like, and trust. So make sure you're, you're not just known. This is what your C-suite stuff does. Make sure you're not just trusted because you, you commit to your words, but also make sure you're likable because people know who you are. They could like you or not like you, but at least they know who you are. And, and that is, that is, uh, nicely ties together all the things that companies do in terms of creating values and culture and, and so on. And I, I'm going to be stewing on this for, for quite some time. So I just thank you for giving me more food to, uh, to think through. I think this will be a phenomenal book. We're going to take uh, four, four and a half episodes, turn them into an aha book. And if anyone's interested, that's what I do. I bring out the genius in experts, thought leaders, and companies. And we share it with both book formats, um, Amazon best-selling books, as well as hardcover, paperback, Kindle, PDF. And uh, we're very soon starting something called AHA That Radio, where the AHA messages will continuously stream online, which will be very cool. I want to thank you both for bringing out the crazy in me. Oh, that was, yeah, this was a different was interview than the yeah, last one we had, Lisa. Yeah, we had the whole thing. That was the easiest thing. Hey, so guys, uh, same, as, uh, same as, as our other two guests, feel free, just Google my name, Mitchell Levy. Connect to me on the social media platform that you want to play on. So LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, Snap. This has been as good of an episode as I could have possibly imagined. So Lisa, thanks for bringing on Jeffrey. Jeffrey, thank you so much for joining us. You guys were freaking awesome. We'll see you guys at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Uh, take care, everybody. Um, bye now. Cheers. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. Thanks for listening to this episode of Thought Leader Life, where I'm joined by one of our thought leadership co-hosts to create compelling thought leadership that will propel their status in their industry. To learn more about Thought Leader Life, go to thoughtleaderlife.com. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, 
Go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book a strategy call. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.